Hello and welcome to Victory Chat with Jackie McKeever. I'm your host, Jackie McKeever on Victory Chat. We talk about books, business management, and the mindset because your victory starts with real chats. Your victory starts here. Remember, you can find a video version of this episode and more on my YouTube channel, Jackie Diaz and Delta McKeever. Today, I'm doing a special episode, part of Behind the Author's Pen, and I have a special guest, Danae Lawton, and she has written a book called Love is a Sensei Child. <laughs> Danae is a mom, an author, a candle maker, and a martial artist. <laughs> she, she will hurt you. Don't play with her. <laughs> How you doing today? You doing all right? I am well today. Thanks for having me, Jackie. I know this is going to be a, a great interview. I've interviewed uh, Danae before. She wrote another book, and I don't want to spoil it. I'm going to give her a chance to, to mention the book in the interview. Are you ready to be in the hot seat and let us get up <laughs> uh, behind your author pen and all up in your business, girl? <laughs> you ready? Yes, yes, I'm ready. <laughs> don't say it like that. I am ready. Off. Okay. My first question is, why did you decide to write Love is a Sensei? So I decided to write Love is a Sensei because I have a, a lot of single friends, my children. You know, I get a lot of misperceptions about relationships mm. and love. And being almost 50 and having experienced love, I wanted to tell the bare bone truth, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything about love. I wanted it to be very honest um, and, and hopefully inspire someone to just be honest in their journey uh, as they're looking for love. So that's one of the reasons why I wrote it. Cool. So how long did it take you to write this book? So this one took me maybe a little over a year. Um, you know, I, I started the process. I would write a few chapters quickly and then, you know, you get that writer's block and a couple of months would pass and um, I'd pick it back up again. So maybe a year. That's good. So were there any delays with publishing the book? So, we, so, you know, I'm a self-published author. And so what I've learned, because this writing and being an author, publishing, it is a learning experience. So I took my time to make sure I did a little bit more editing. You know, as a writer, you can get really excited and like just get it out there. And so so I took my time to make sure I, I did better with the editing. That's cool. So who is this book written for? So this book is written for um, anybody uh, that is looking for love, um, anyone who wants to get a real experience about um, love. And it's primarily written for um, both men and women, but mo my main audience is for women um, so that we get a true uh, perspective of what love is that we understand, you know, a lot of times we have like this conception about love, this fairy tale. And sometimes 
um, you, we have in our minds, okay, this is what my mate is going to look like, or this is how he should be. And the reality is that's not how it always happens. And so I want the audience to understand that sometimes you might need to just evaluate individuals for who they are and not who we want them to be mm -hmm. um, and get to know them a bit better. Because I, my belief is we miss out a lot on the opportunity to love because of these preconceptions that we have. I think that's so true. Um, recently, speaking of love and uh, perceptions of love, now this is not this part is not scripted. I'm just shooting out the hip. It just came to mind. I was listening to because I'm a YouTuber also, and I'm on a couple of platforms. I was listening to I don't remember the podcast, but they were talking about Chili from TLC. You remember that group TLC? Mm -hmm, don't go chasing yes. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Chili you know she's been on a couple of reality shows and um she's i don't know if she's 50 yet but i believe she's 50 now um because i know she's around our age for sure mm -hmm. so um so during the reality show she was looking for love because she wanted to have a second child right and she had this long list she was talking about they can't eat pork they gotta love jesus they have to have a, a flat uh six six abs six pack and they have to have this i mean they went long and long and considering this the show itself wasn't that long i'm i'm sure that the list was really really long and i know as women we do that and you know and i've also heard of this woman who uh follows me on facebook well she used to she she's deceased now uh when she wanted to uh get a mate and stuff she wrote a, a list and stuff but i think this is really really important this is just my opinion. I think this is really, really important because both of them had to get realistic with it. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying that lists are bad. Lists aren't bad, but you have to be real, 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 really real, <laughs> realistic with it. Right. And because on that podcast, speaking of the podcast, they're talking about that she's in a relationship with somebody from, um, uh, boy meets world and I don't remember his name I don't remember his name but they were talking about allegedly that she's in a relationship with a guy who from boy meets world and he's totally not the thing I mean I don't know if he's a Christian or nothing I don't know the man business but uh according to them he doesn't meet everything on the list that was televised so somewhere along the way she had to get realistic with it and I just think that love is a very important chat I think because we all want somebody to love we all want somebody to see us a certain way so that's a great topic moving on to the next question because I don't want to be taking your time I know you're a busy woman you wore so many hats child okay <laughs> Uh, we're going to move on, let the church say amen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, have you written, and you know, I do know this answer. Have you written other books, uh, stories, article, or blogs before? And if so, 
give us the title of a couple of books that you've written. So you you know about I am sorry for your loss the COVID, my book about COVID. Um, I also wrote uh, Don't Ask Me to Stop Crying, and then I wrote a um, book of poems and a preview book of poems that I plan to release a different uh, edition of for with my uh, mom and my sister. And then I am working on, I was telling you about that nonfiction book. That one, so I worked with that one in conjunction to Love is a Sensei. But that one is going to take me some time because as I said, said before, it takes a lot of research because you have to make those characters believable. So even though it's nonfiction, you want to, um, or, you know, or if it's fiction, you want to make sure that, you know, those are, those characters are believable. Okay, like so. I said, the, the woman is busy, honey. She <laughs> is busy. So um, you've answered the, the next question, which I had was, will there be uh, any other books? So that book that you mentioned, do you think it'll be out next year? Look, we I'm being hoping, nosy. I'm hoping I can get it out by the winter of 2024. So we'll see. Cool. I'm hopeful. Cool. Y'all make sure y'all y'all follow her. Um, where anywhere her books are published, we're gonna talk about later on so that y'all can uh, stay on it. So, what do you want readers to like really get get out of reading this book? Like, what message are you trying to convey? So there's a few messages. I think you touched a little bit earlier when you were talking about that list that Chili had. And, you know, if you stop and think about where did that those expectations come from or, or that list, if you, if any one of us as women, we would ask, hey, how did you meet our, our parents? How did you meet dad? Or they'll give you this colored story that's just beautiful for the most time, but they don't tell you, you know, the truth or they don't give you the details. And so you find yourself not necessarily prepared. We prepare for everything else in our lives, but we do not prepare for love. We just think that it's just going to happen to us. And another um, reason why I wrote this or who it was for, again, for women, because it's important that when we're looking for a mate, you know, um, that we're providing, especially men, a safe space to be themselves. Because we, again, we have all of these notions on what we want men to be. We want them to be masculine. We want them to be all of these things. And do we really give them the room to be who they actually Ooh, are? Oh, girl. So that's really important. And when you create a space for men when they can be who they are, you are developing a friend because we all have friends, right? You have friends for 5, 10, 15 years, and they're still there. But relationships, if it's not built on something, once that relationship is gone, the intimate part about it, or he all of a sudden gains weight or was something about him that attracted you just to the relationship, once that's gone and you don't have a friendship, your relationship is gone. That's it. And so it's important. I wanted to share um, that part in the book that there's a journey to love, you know, there's some give to it and not that you completely remove all of your expectations that you have, but you have to just learn to listen, learn to find out who that person really is. That is good. I mean, any one of those topics can make uh, <laughs> an, another podcast session, like for real, for real, for real. 
Okay. Um, I'm not currently married, but I've been married before. And let me tell you, it, after the honeymoon phase, that's where the work begin. Okay. That's where the wigs come off. The lashes come off. There's no makeup. We not pretending we in, we either in it to win it or we, we giving up. And yeah. for me, the option that I took that the, the easy way out, I, I fought as much as I could. And then I was like, whoop, got to go. But there are many people who are, have successfully are in a successful and, and, and I, I don't want to be offensive to anybody listen to it. But to me, because a marriage, just like any other relationship takes a lot of work. I say they're in a successful marriage, you know, a successful, loving, dedicated, because it takes a lot of dedication on both parts. It's not just a woman, you know, exactly. what I love about what I love about technology that has changed from when we were little. Um, there are so many different resources out there, right? So that you can really so you can really dive in. Now, none, none of those. Okay. So nothing compares to a book now. A book can go deep, deep detail. Now, but there's a lot of resources and we're getting more and more honest about relationship. When we're little girls and stuff and we're fantasizing, we 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 play with baby dolls. And so we can imagine that this character is gonna be there because we're we're in control of these little dolls and what they're doing. And, and, you know, we buy the little, uh, Kenny and Barbie or whoever cabbage patch. Cause cabbage patch was around when we was kids cabbage <laughs> right. patch and GI Joe, and you name the little toy <laughs> and you marry them up and you say, Hey, this one going to work and paying all the bills and cutting the grass and cutting the grass, doing all this other stuff. And, but then you see this 40-year-old marriage, I'm just saying, and he might not be cutting the grass, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like, in your in your imagination. But anyway, let me move on. This is just so good. I can't wait to, to uh, get into your book. All right. So um, what authors inspire you? Well, there's a few, but when it comes to... So I always have a different author for, depending on what I'm writing, that I get inspiration from. Jasmine Guillory is one of my favorites. Um, she had, I read her while we were dating book. And um, it's just really, it's very colorful. It, it, it's full of that. She Her book, even though um, these characters may not, you can relate to the characters. Mm -hmm. um, there, there's somebody in her characters that you can recognize. And she she's just very descriptive. I, I love reading her book. So she's my inspiration definitely for writing this one. Um, yeah, I have to say that. I think that's where the, the research and writing your book comes from, huh? Uh, digging deep like for example if even though you're telling a fictional story fictional story but you're using a real place you you know you might want to use landmarks and or or unless you're doing something that's like uh science sci-fi you know you can just make up all the place but you still some sometimes want to draw on realistic things so that you can draw the audience 
But anyway, so what advice uh, now that you done got your feet wet in the author realm would you give authors writing the book? Let's say after they've written the first book. So the a lot of advice. Um, don't be afraid of mistakes. Uh, don't be afraid of bad reviews because everybody has an opinion. Nowadays, like you mentioned, technology and social media, everybody's an expert on something. And, you know, I I look at the reviews, my books got good reviews. And then I got this one review where, I, you know, you have to bypass that. And I'm like, you don't know what to talk about. <laughs> you know, it, it's just, it, it, that's their opinion. But, you know, you get these things, but you can't allow those things to discourage you. Because again, people, everybody has an opinion. Some people are going to like what you write. Some people are going to not like what you write. So just keep going because first, as I said before, the last time we talked, it needs to be for you, actually. Um, even though you're making it for other people, you have to enjoy what you're doing. Have fun with it. Um, enjoy the whole process. And then learn from it. And don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Because when you put yourself out there, I don't care if you're in a, a podcast or influencer, um, if you're an author, whenever you put yourself out there to the public, you're going to get your critique. So be ready for that. That's good. I have have a question. So have you noticed uh, a difference between when you first started writing or maybe your confidence or writing skill from when you first started writing to now? And could you give an example? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, a, a lot of so uh, my first writing or the first thing that I wrote um, you know, it was just my passion was there. So I was so excited. And I had to, as I began to write like my second and third book, I had to say to myself, okay, you're still writing for an audience. How be a little bit more descriptive here or paint the picture because you know what happened, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know where that place is, but you've got to draw them in. You want to put them inside of your world and you want them to go on that journey and you want them to feel all the emotions that you feel. So you've got to put that down there in a way that that happens. So that's one of the things that I have to remind myself, especially um, in, in my case, when I'm writing, you know, my true stories and things like that, it's real um, easy to get engulfed in yourself and, and forget that, you know, you get somebody else is reading this. So that would be my advice. That's cool. So our last question is, can you give us a sample reading from your book and then tell us where we can buy it? Absolutely. So my book, as you can see before, it That's hit pretty. the market. It's Love is a Sensei. And I'll just read a little bit from chapter 10, the other side of the game. True love gives off an energy that is magnetic. For years, I would always hear preachers use the term equally yoked when describing two people that were so connected that they couldn't be separated. I mean, seriously. Have you ever cracked two eggs in a bowl and tried to separate the yolks from each other? It is impossible. They keep drawing themselves closer and closer. The more you try to pull them apart, the more the yolks seem to pull toward each other. Before long, you barely have to stir them together. You just put the yolks in a bowl and watch the natural course of things. This is what our relationship had become. It was effortless. 
It was natural and it was unplanned. We were like magnets drawn to each other. And the more we tried to pull ourselves away from each other, the closer we became. You would think with this type of love that I would have felt secure, but I wasn't. I was scared to death, scared to move forward, no way of moving backwards. Part of my fear was that despite our love for each other, we lived in a fairy tale that could easily turn into a nightmare at any moment. Oh, that was beautiful. It sounded like poetry. That was really <laughs> good. It really did. So um, where can where can my listeners and my viewers find your book? So my uh, you can find my book on Amazon and you can also find my book on Barnes and Noble. Cool. So y'all go out and purchase her book. I know I'm going to get it because I'm, I'm ready. I am ready. Just time, I was, yeah, just in time for Valentine's Day. So <laughs> that's good. That is good. So, Danae, thank you so much for coming to our show. You all listen, make sure you follow her while you're there on Barnes and Noble or Amazon so that you can stay tuned and be have an alert when she publishes more books. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, your victory starts here. Thank you so thank you. much.